What's up, Geekiverse? It's Bruner 1.0 here with your WWE No Mercy breakdown. This is a SmackDown exclusive pay-per-view, and I had the joy of actually watching it as it happened because of my work schedule being switched around. It sucked when my work schedule switched around, but there's always a silver lining in life, people. So that's what this, this mantra, this theme of this podcast is going to be. There's a silver lining to this pay-per-view because there were some definite low points. Uh, so the pre-show, I did not watch it, but I saw some of the, the things that happened. Um, American Alpha and the Hype Bros took on the VOD villains and, um, who are the other guys? The Ascension. And American Alpha and the Hype Bros won. There you go. That's all I got. N- nothing else really happened there, as far as I know. Uh, it was a good match and the good guys won, from what I understand. Uh, <laughs> then Kurt Hawkins made his debut. We've had... Little promos and vignettes for him. The guy makes his debut on the pre-show. He comes out, and then he says uh, he's going to make his debut uh, on SmackDown Tuesday night. So he came into the ring to step foot in the ring like he said he was going to do, and then he he did nothing. What he did do was mention the wrong town. He said, hey, what's up, San Francisco? He was not in San Francisco. I'm sorry. He was in Sacramento. So, good try there. But you failed. So let's go right to the (laughs) pay-per-view. Because the pre-show was kind of a joke. Uh, And it usually is. They started the pay-per-view with AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, and John Cena for the WWE World Championship. Uh, The problem with this is, that is the main event. And they admitted, we are starting the pay-per-view with the main event. Okay. Cool. Uh... Yeah, it was very strange booking, as they call it in the business, but I think it's because the debate was happening on uh, NBC, ABC, CBS, all that stuff. Uh, And then Sunday Night Football is always a big draw, so I think Sunday Night Football started at 8.30, 9 o'clock. The debate started at 9. The pay-per-view started at 8, so if they get the big match out of the way and they can draw people in, maybe they can convince people to stay. If, you know, the show starts off with a bang. I don't know. Uh, That being said, the match was pretty solid. Uh, Dean Ambrose was kind of the semi-heel, semi-face. Like, you you cheer for him because he's beating up John Cena. And a lot of people dislike John Cena. But he also did some real, like, heel things. He was yelling at people. He was uh, trying to think of one of the heel... I think he threw someone in the ring post. I don't know. Heel things. So... I'm not sure what Dean Ambrose's character is. Uh, AJ Styles, of course, was the heel. He was doing a lot of heel stuff. He yelled at the ref, all that stuff. And John Cena also did some stuff, throwing people in the ring and whatnot. So, in the ring post, excuse me. Uh, but it was it was a pretty solid match. I mean, I don't think there were too many mess-ups as far as, like, in-ring action. Uh, the one thing that I'm, you know, I, I really question where they're going with this because, so... so Dean Ambrose clamped on the uh, calf crusher, which is AJ Styles' move. That's kind of a heel thing when you steal someone else's move. He clamped that on to AJ Styles, and then John Cena comes on and clamps on the STF. So two people are putting on a submission on AJ Styles. AJ Styles taps out. You can't have two people win the championship. So, I don't know. 
it was very strange that they just restarted the match. I mean, we saw this in NXT, which my friend Tyler brought up, with Samoa Joe, Sami Zayn, and Baron Corbin. And then they just stopped the match and were like, what do we go from here? I don't think that was for the title at the time, though. So a little bit of a different circumstance. But yeah, it was very strange to see uh, see that go down. And then they just kind of restarted the match. And then AJ Styles ends up pulling a chair out and demolishing John Cena, which I love because he's the heel. He's got to do a heel thing to win the match. He won the title by kicking Dean Ambrose in the, uh, the, the man jewels. <laughs> and then he... Keeps the title by using a chair. I think it's great. There's no DQ in a triple threat match. Why not use a chair? Awesome. Um, you know, there was a lot of good spots here. I, I love this match. I, I don't know why it started the show, other than maybe they were trying to get people on board before the debate and before football. Um, but yeah, I, you got to think, if this ends the pay-per-view, I'm probably having a different perspective of the pay-per-view. But... You know, Tyler and I were sitting there watching it. And we're like, what the hell's going on? This doesn't make sense. Like, I feel like I should have watched two hours of wrestling already. And then, now for your main event. AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, and John Cena for the WWE World Championship. Like, John Cena's going for number 16 to tie Ric Flair. Woo! Tie the man. Dean Ambrose is trying to get his title back. AJ Styles is trying to prove he's the face that runs the place. He's the champ that runs the camp. So on and so forth. And yet, after all that, he that, that started the show, it, it didn't make sense to me. I, you know, there were lots of good spots. There were lots of, uh, lots of great uh, emotional moments. Um, the flow was good. Each wrestler had their, had their spots. Uh, John Cena had both of the guys on his on his shoulders for a double AA, what's what it looked like. It didn't happen, but that's what it looked like it was going to be. So, uh, you know, I thought it was a pretty good match, but you know, I just, I don't get why it started the pay-per-view whatsoever. Shout out to uh, prospectors cold brew. I just bought this at the store because it looked cool and it's pretty good coffee. Just throwing that out there. They're not sponsoring us. I just, you know, I'm drinking it. I thought I'd shout them out. <laughs> Uh, Nikki Bella and Carmella, eh, I, I didn't, it was good, but it wasn't great. I think, um, they, they kind of wasted Carmella here because Nikki Bella won the match. Um, you know, I didn't get it. I get that Nikki Bella is a hero to all little girls in the, in the world and so on and so forth, but... You've been building Carmella so strong. And then you have Nikki Bella power out of the Cone of Silence. Or Code of Silence. I don't know which one it is. It's a it's a submission move where she puts her legs down her throat. Nikki Bella just had neck surgery. Boom. You're done. Like, that should be it. You don't need to be John Cena just because you're dating John Cena. So, I, I hope they continue this feud. The match was pretty good. It could have been better. I say that a lot. I know, but... Um, you know, there was good spots. Carmella threw Nikki, Be or yeah, Carmella threw Nikki Bell into the LCD, uh, apron that they now use instead of the tarp or whatever it used to be. Um, and then Code of Silence was good. It was a good spot that she pushed out, but it just didn't make sense as to how it, I don't know. It didn't flow good. The rhythm was bad. It didn't flow well. Excuse me. I'll use proper English. I knew, uh, 
I know Andrew would be pretty upset if I'm using bad English, Mr. Teacher Boy. <laughs> the match was okay. I'll give it that. Um, I think they'll probably continue the feud and we'll, we'll have to go from there. Uh, Heath Slater and Rhino versus the Usos for the tag titles. Uh, pretty good match. I, I have no complaints. I think the Usos were doing exactly what they had to do. They were beating up Rhino. They made sure that they singled out one of the opponents and they beat the crap out of him. Um, yeah, I mean, the Usos were the great heels. They they wrestled exactly how they should have. And they beat up on the stronger link, which was a little strange, I guess, now that I'm thinking about it. But, uh, you know, that, that works because Heath Slater was pumping up the crowd. The crowd was chanting, he's got kids, which is his new little slogan. Um, and then Heath Slater jumping to the top rope and doing like a quick power slam was phenomenal. That may have been the spot of the night. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think, but that was amazing. <laughs> Tyler and I just kind of looked at each other like, whoa, Heath Slater can do that. Heath Slater has been phenomenal the past two or three months. However long he, he and uh, the man beast Rhino have been together. Um, I fear that this is just a uh, a promotion for Rhino to win his representative spot in, here in Michigan. Um, but it was a great match. The crowd was into it. The crowd was hype. I loved it. Uh, I don't know why Heath Slater and Rhino won, to be honest. I thought the Usos were going to win, and then you know a new babyface team would step in. But uh, yeah, I love Heath Slater's run here. It's very entertaining. And I am glad that he's going to remain in the tag team spotlight. He deserves it. He's got the crowd on his side, and he's got uh, he's got a lot of fans. So I'm loving it. Strange booking to me, but I think I think it's great that they can continue. Uh, Jack Swagger and Baron Corbin, <sighs> Yawn Fest. I think it was great how they told the story in some essence. Baron Corbin beat up on Slater, Slater, sorry. Baron Corbin beat up on Jack Swagger's hand, meaning that he can't lock in the Patriot lock, which is exactly what happened. He tried to lock it in. He, ow, he winced. Uh, yeah, I, I think Baron Corbin hitting that huge end of days on um, uh, on Swagger was phenomenal as well. But, you know, you're building Corbin up, and then you have him lose with a weird tap out that wasn't a tap out. Um, so I, I think this is a good stepping stone for Corbin. You know, he doesn't have too many big wins. He, he faced Ziggler for like the first four months after his debut. And then he hasn't really done much since. So hopefully he can get some actually bigger wins here and, uh, build off of that. I, Jack Swagger is not anybody. I mean, Ginger Mahal beat him on raw before he came over to SmackDown. So who cares? Right. Um, but I think I think this is a good step except for Corbin, who is a beast. I I don't like him as a wrestler. I don't think he's very good in the ring, but his character is pretty solid. He is a jerk. He doesn't care about the business. He doesn't care about the people. He's strictly in it for the money. And that's whatever. <laughs> you know, not my kind of person that I would like to deal with. Not the kind of person I would want in my company, but I'm not running the company. I'm not Vince McMahon. So you've got this guy that everyone loves to hate. So make people hate him. Maybe you put him against, uh, I'm trying to think of a big face right now. 
Maybe maybe he joins the Wyatt family. How interesting would that be? Maybe he takes on Randy Orton, who's kind of been a face lately. I don't know. But you got to make him face a face a good guy and not Jack Swagger because Jack Swagger's meh. Uh, so Baron Corbin won that with the end of days. Dolph Ziggler and The Miz versus, or for the Intercontinental title and Dolph Ziggler's career is on the line. Uh, wow. This was the match of the night. Spot of the night may have been Heath Slater pulling off that uh, that power slam off the top rope, but this was a phenomenal match, and it was phenomenal. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. I'm AJ Styles, just saying phenomenal. <laughs> um, so The Miz mocked Daniel Bryan the entire time. He did the running drop kicks. He did the, the yes kicks, uh, and Ziggler fought left and right. He made it a real wrestling match, and then he was doing his his spots. Everything that I thought would mess up, because the Miz will sometimes mess up on certain moves, he, he didn't. <laughs> Every time I thought Ziggler was going to mess up, he didn't. I don't think there was any real problems in this match. And the drama was just so good. Uh, such a great match. If I could give this over 100% as far as quality, I would. I would. But I couldn't because 100% is the best. Um, just a great match. So uh, Maurice sprayed him in the face with the perfume again. And Ziggler was able to get out of it. The spirit squad came down. And Ziggler was able to get out of it. Ziggler's boot came off. And he ended up still super kicking Miz. And there were all these reports that Ziggler's career was probably going to end because of his contract. And I expected the Miz to win and just, you know, love every second of it. And then it didn't happen. Ziggler is your intercontinental champion. And that's the silver lining that I was talking about. This match told so much great stories throughout the entire career. Career. Or entire storyline, entire time. I'll spit it out eventually. You calm down. Hold on, pause. Oh, that's good coffee. <laughs> so, Ziggler has kind of been a nobody as, as far as the storyline. He's been a nobody for quite some time now. He hasn't won the big one, quote unquote. Yes, he was the world title champion, world heavyweight champion, but he lost that pretty quickly. So now, Ziggler overcomes Maurice. He overcomes uh, the Miz being a jerk, the Miz copying Daniel Bryan. He overcomes his old, his old pals, the Spirit Squad. He overcomes losing a boot. Boom. The Miz loses the title to Dolph, Dolph Ziggler, and he's your new champ. I thought it was great. This was a this is a great match, and hopefully they make Ziggler look strong. Ziggler's got to keep winning to make this mean something. Otherwise, it's just a waste of a match. It's not a waste because it was great storytelling for at least a month. But you got you to gotta just let the dude start winning, beating big guys. Big guys, not big guys, but, you know, actual challengers. Uh, we'll, we'll see if it happens, but I, I really loved that match. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch did not happen because Becky Lynch is injured. She tweeted from a hospital bed. Not sure what the injury is, not sure what's going down, but because of that, Alexa Bliss took on Naomi, and this was dumb. This was a terrible match. Bliss came out, she said all the right things, she's a heel, 
Becky's afraid, Becky doesn't want to lose her title, so on and so forth. So then they they sent out Naomi, sloppy match, sloppy wrestling, honestly just not good. And then uh, Naomi won with a weird roll-up that, you know, as far as I'm concerned, did not look like it was supposed to happen that way. It looked very strange, everyone looked shocked, including the wrestlers after it happened, and that was that. So, uh, waste of a match. Hopefully Becky Lynch gets better and can come back strong because they've got a rematch set for November 10th, I believe it was, November 8th. Uh, it's the UK and SmackDown, or SmackDown in the UK, I should say. Uh, so, you know, it looks like Becky will be out for at least a month. This gives a lot of opportunity for Be- or Alexa Bliss to come out and just start running her mouth, and it'll be great, hopefully. But right now it's unfortunate that Becky's hurt. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen from there. If she can't compete, in theory, she has to give up the title. Right? I mean, that leaves one to wonder. Are they going to give it to Alexa Bliss? Are they going to have another title match and probably have it given to Nikki Bella? I don't know. But it's, uh, it's very strange what's happening there. To close the pay-per-view, we have Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, they had... Earlier, they had Randy Orton stare at the mirror and his face got all distorted, which was cool. They're making it a really great psychological battle. But, uh, eh, the match wasn't terrible. There were some solid points, but it just didn't, it didn't really do anything for me. I mean, they flung each other into the, into the uh, announce tables Wyatt had a really cool DDT on the ring apron. Um, but, you know, the match was just kind of moving along. There was no there was no good flow to it like the IC title match or the WWE title match. It was slow. It was meh. And then uh, the lights go out, and Luke Harper comes back and distracts Randy Orton, and Wyatt gets the win with Sister Abigail. Now... I got to say, I do love the fact that Bray Wyatt won because he needed to win. But that being said, the match was garbage. Um, Luke Harper coming back to SmackDown is really exciting, and I hope that they build off that, considering Eric Rowan is now hurt. But, I don't know, what's, I don't, there's no, like, story behind this. You've got to make Randy Orton lose to Bray Wyatt clean at some point to make Bray Wyatt legitimate. Right now, he's just the guy who keeps saying, I'm a god. But if you're a god, you would win more than like once. (laughs) You know what I mean? And you would do it without the help of your lackey, Luke Harper. I thought it was a great return. I love the fact that Luke Harper came back. I was expecting like some person to debut with Sister Abigail. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a weird way to end the pay-per-view, I'll say that. You know, it was a high point because Luke Harper came back and shocked everyone, but it's like, really, that's it? You had the WWE World title start off the pay-per-view, and it was phenomenal, but really, that's it? You're going to end it with Luke Harper? So, I don't know. It, It didn't sit well with me. I thought it was kind of weird. But there is another silver lining to build off this. I mean, you've got... Randy Orton, who can be ticked off, he says, hey, listen, you didn't beat me. 
Luke Harper distracted me, and then you beat me. And then Bray Wyatt can say, whatever, I'll do it again, and then so on and so forth. Like, you can keep this going, but it was a weird way to, like, continue the feud, you know what I mean? You're coming up on Survivor Series, which I believe is a dual brand pay-per-view, and you've gotta you've gotta make Bray Wyatt look good because right now who do you have for AJ Styles to face for the title you know what I mean I think you need to build Bray Wyatt into a legitimate title contender you can say hey he's beat Randy Orton Randy Orton's won the title 12 times hey who else has beat Randy Orton John Cena Dean Ambrose I think Dean Ambrose has beat uh, Randy Orton and then you can say, so have I, so why am I not in the title? The title picture, whatever. So that's what I would do, you know. I think you've got to build someone to face AJ Styles because if John Cena leaves to film his show, which is reportedly what's going to happen, if Dean Ambrose leaves to film a movie, which is reportedly what's going to happen, who's facing AJ Styles? Randy Orton? Who cares? Randy Orton's nothing to me right now. You know what I mean? Brock Lesnar's on Raw. Luke Harper? And Bray Wyatt. Those guys can build something. You can have Luke Harper go for the Intercontinental title. You can have uh, Bray Wyatt go for the WWE title. And then they can start looking stronger. That's my theory. Because right now, there's no legitimate title contenders for uh, WWE or for the WWE title. I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to rack my brain. I can't think of anyone. (laughs) You know what I mean? So... And, and then on Talking Smack, they said, hey, we can see John Cena or Dean Ambrose facing for the title again. We just saw it. It's the same old crap. So we will definitely see what happens here. As far as the overall pay-per-view score, the overall feel, I want to say a B minus, B, B minus, C plus. The WWE title was phenomenal. That match was great. Divas matches were not very... Sorry, not the Divas. <laughs> the women's wrestling matches were not that good. Um, the Intercontinental title match was phenomenal. Uh, I'm trying to think what else was on there. Jack Swagger, Baron Corbin was meh. Uh, tag team title was solid. Solid B. And then Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt was meh. So C plus, B minus, that's, that's what you're getting for a score overall on WWE No Mercy. Uh, Raw is tonight. We will... Of course, be watching that. SmackDown's tomorrow. We'll watch that. We'll have full recap. We'll have full review and grades and all that fun stuff. Um, be sure to log in. Log in. Check in. Whatever. Check in on YouTube. You know what I mean? We've got the Geekiverse. We're coming up with tons of videos. We're going to have a... I keep promising this NBA 2K Let's Play. I filmed it twice. And the audio just keeps being accelerated. So it sounds all like tiny and stupid and like I sound like a chipmunk basically is what I'm telling you. So we, uh, we'll we get that up there as soon as I can figure out how to not sound like a chipmunk. Um, but we've got tons of stuff on thegeekiverse.com. We've got new articles going up every day it seems like. So be sure to check that out. Check out our merch store. Go to thegeekiverse.com. Click on the Amazon link and be sure to download all the crap that you're already downloading. Or downloading. I am so tired. More coffee. Hold on. Boom, we're going to power through this. Click on the Amazon.com link. Buy the stuff you're already buying. Helps us out. Gives us a little little small kickback. Uh, That being said, WWE 2K17 comes out tomorrow. 
I'm going to try and get a Let's Play up as soon as possible because I love that game. I will do an unboxing because I got the NXT edition, which is dope. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, in essence, here, I'll, I'll just... I should have done this from the get-go and not wasted another two minutes of your time, but here we go. TheGeekiverse.com. Be sure to go to the merch store. Click on the Amazon link and buy the stuff you're already buying. Go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, and just search The Geekiverse. Like us, subscribe to us, follow us, uh, tweet us, uh, poke us. Don't poke us, that's weird. I'll get mad if you poke us. <laughs> uh, from not, For now, though, I'm going to sign off because I'm losing my mind. This is Bruner 1.0. This has been your No Mercy Reaction. We'll check you on the flip side. Bye.